turned up like Tony Jugger in his speakerphones. Fuck Sosa, bitch, I got soldiers that I put my people on. 2009, that bitch food stamps what I was eating on. Got four-way quarters, half nine pieces on my Nokia phone. Squad, diamonds make haters stay on the dog. Keeping a baby 380 with me like Callis, stay with the side. Bought that poison poppy, see that Afghani shit from the mob. Use a cartoon like flip on the cover of Lucky Charms. Every morning I wake up with my daughter Dora Explorer. Then I get right back to the pot kitchen, stinking that's body training. Murder no road to the motherfucking plane. If in my arraignment, keep the dead on presses on green paper. Fuck being famous, nigga. Industry got you sleep, but bitch, I woke, I know the devil These niggas be falling off every day like Ace Hood, Roly Bezel Niggas don't understand the 360 mean a percentage of every income stream That record ain't the one on numbers, you triple your management and your legal team Uh, I'd have been dropped before, talked about it, rolled off before Hard on my sleeve in the ATF at my mama though This small door told me, Freddie, fix up your posture, bro Walk tall and never show niggas more than they gotta know Real G's moving silence like Giannis My grief freak, we did a menage with a friend and St. Thomas From 50 carats in my pendant to change up the climate We paint all the whips to cocaine I decorate the garage okay. shall come with the fame Flowers cover the grave Power, love, and loyalty Wash me clean today Yo, 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 what up, everybody? What up, what up, what up? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Hello Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Thank y'all for joining us today. Appreciate y'all for listening to this wonderful podcast. If this is your first time listening, subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, a whole bunch of different places, Stitcher Radio. Shout out to all the platforms that host our podcast. We got a uh, pretty dope episode. Lined up for you guys, if I don't mind saying so myself. We're going to talk about uh, the Kawhi World Order, all of the crazy-ass trades, as well as the dope duos that are now in the NBA, U.S. women's soccer, and why it might not be that easy, or, or you know, why it might be a whole lot more difficult for these ladies to get their money. Um, the greatness of Serena Williams, I know that I'm a Serena stan. We're going to talk about um, Sweden and how this boycott is fake. Y'all niggas not really boycotting Sweden. Um, that whole, like, Little Mermaid fiasco. Y'all was tripping about that Little Mermaid fiasco. Why live-action movies suck and y'all need to get original. Um, we're going to throw some politics in there while we need some reparations. As well as nasty, nasty, nasty dealings of all these, bil- all these billionaire perverts. We're going to get back with y'all right after these messages. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Thank you. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Listen, I tried to tell y'all. There's going to be a whole lot of we tried to tell y'all throughout this episode. Hashtag we tried to tell you. It's going to be a whole lot of that. It's going to be a whole lot of that this episode. I told y'all about the NBA and how the NBA is becoming the best league in American sports. The NBA is the best league in American sports, motherfucker. So, usually, historically, right, early 2000s, you know, people would, even, even like the 90s, I remember as a youth, when um, you know, Sports Center was getting popular and all that. R.I.P. Stuart Scott. You know what I'm saying? There was a lull. Summertime comes around. 
shit gets real dry in terms of sports. Nobody really enjoys watching baseball on television. Live is something different, you know. But on television, nobody really enjoys watching baseball. So there was a uh, dearth, if you will, of content in the sports arena. And every, every once in a while, you know, you might hear about a football player getting a DUI or Lawrence Phillips would punch his girlfriend in the face or something like that. And, you know, we would have something to talk about. They bring Dick Vermeil on and he would cry. And that was pretty much it. Or, or you know, you hear about somebody holding out, you know what I mean? Uh, Bam Morris getting corporate marijuana. Something, you know what I'm saying? Something like that, right? Not anymore. Not anymore. I try to tell y'all motherfuckers that the NBA was fantastic. They need to bring those commercials back. That was, that was, that was a pretty decent ad ad campaign. The NBA is fantastic. Listen, yo, I, one, one thing that I could not predict, though, I'm not even going to hold you. I could not predict the Kawhi World Order or the new Kawhi World Order. Right, this nigga Kawhi, and see, you know what? It's my own fault for not knowing because we all know that they, they all our lives, okay, all our lives they've told us that it's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Them quiet ones, the motherfuckers be sneaky. The quiet ones be dangerous. And Kawhi Leonard ain't said shit. I came on here, I believe it was two episodes ago, two 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 podcasts ago. I came on here and I and I and I talked about the rumors of Kawhi Leonard partnering up with Kevin Durant, and I was like, nah, man, them shits can't be true because they said that Kawhi and Kevin Durant spoke. Kawhi don't talk to nobody. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you, boy, was I wrong. I hope you guys all had a good Fourth of July. By the way, I had an amazing Fourth. I might talk about that, but we we gonna we listen. We we hopping right in. Right and 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 as I'm as I'm recording this, I'm recording this on the heels of the Russell Westbrook trade. We're gonna talk about Russ in a minute. Y'all know how I love Russell Westbrook as a player. I go to sleep. I wake up. They talking about Paul George got traded to the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard signed. And I was like, God damn, what? Nobody could predict that. Right. And this is no shade to the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's just that, you know, if you have a choice to live in Oklahoma City or live in Los Angeles, thank you, you live in Los Angeles. If you're a 20-something millionaire. And, 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 and if, if y'all have any idea on how Paul George get down personally, or the way Paul George give it up, you know, Paul George is, is, is having a lot more fun in L.A., in cities like L.A., than he would be in Oklahoma City. But I digress. Saturday morning, last Saturday, whatever. I hate doing that because I'm like a day, but whatever. Last Saturday, I wake up and I'm blown away by the news. Shit happened in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. But um, the Los Angeles Clippers, they 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 traded for Paul George from the Oklahoma City Thunder in exchange for Shea Gillis Alexander, Gilgis Alexander. Danilo Gallinari and a slew of first-round picks. They got the Clippers' first-round pick in 2022, 2024, 2026. Um, they got the Miami Heat's 
first round pick in 2021-2023. And the Thunder obtained the rights to swap first round picks in 2023 and 2025 um, with the Long Angles. The Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. Okay. Now, 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 that's 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 a that's a great come up. So basically, what the Clippers are saying is that that you know we we, we got to win now, okay. And there's always talk between small market teams and big market teams or whatever you consider a big market team. Um, I wouldn't necessarily consider. Um, Places like Miami, a, a, a big market in terms of media, right? I, I, I don't know if I would consider places like, um, lost my train of thought, places like at Atlanta, a big market in terms of media, right? Also, the Hawks, I don't know, you know, they've never been able to attract free agents there, but that's, you know. But um, the way these quote-unquote big market teams try to build and stay relevant is through free agency players that want to come play for that city okay the way teams like the oklahoma city thunder stay relevant is you know you got to have competent organizations to build through the draft and the oklahoma city thunder they've done that they drafted mvps they drafted russell westbrook they drafted kevin durant they drafted james harden okay some would argue that the only reason why they drafted uh durant was because um the portland trailblazers took greg odin but whatever motherfucker they still drafted him you know what i'm saying so I respect Sam Presti, Sam Presti and the Oklahoma City Thunder as an organization. I respect their front office. Maybe they could do a little bit better in terms of the coaches that they hire, considering that these teams that have had this talent have, have not been able to perform. They've only been to the NBA Finals one time. Okay? Um, but to, to me, it has nothing to do with the front office and the way they scout and recruit talent. Okay? It has nothing to do with how they draft. So, boom, fast forward. I'm chilling, minding my business, right? On my way home um, from work, I guess you can say I was. And I get a text from my boy Greg, all caps. Westbrook's going to the Rockets. What? I'm like, yo, what? Oh, shit. I was like, yo, good. Give me something. Like, not that I had didn't have things to talk about. We got shit to talk about. But I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm recording anyway. You know what I'm saying? Worked out great. And then I start thinking, I'm like, well, how is he get? You know what? What did they? What do you mean, Russ is going to the to the Rockets, right? Right? Like, I, so now I, I I gotta see what that trade is like. And and you know, I stayed off of social media because you don't be on your phone while you drive. Okay, can't do that. I be seeing some of you motherfuckers. Y'all be straight tripping. I seen this asshole the other day. This nigga had two hands on the phone. Looking down on that bitch on 90 motherfucking five. He gonna kill somebody. A lot of y'all fuckers is gonna die because of these phones. You know what I'm saying? On, on, on the road. Y'all niggas need to chill. Also, don't be having that car play shit plugged in when, you know, you got your girlfriend in the car and shit. Because, you know, fucking Super Throat 2000 to come through on the text and fuck your whole shit up. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't really want to have that going on. But anyway... I came back and I did some uh, uh, reconnaissance on this Oklahoma City Thunder trade. And I see what Sam Presti is doing. All right, the Oklahoma City Thunder have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul. First round picks in 2024 and 2026. 
and pick swaps in 2025, 20, excuse me, 2025, 2021. Okay. Um, the Thunder also, so, so the Thunder traded Westbrook, Paul George, and, and they shipped Jeremy Grant to the Denver Nuggets. And they've accumulated seven additional first round picks lined up to 2026 and four pick swaps. That's an outstanding job. That's an outstanding job by your front office if you have to bring talent to a place like Oklahoma City. I've never been to that city, and I have zero interest in going to that city. The only, as it currently stands now, the only way I will go to Oklahoma City Thunder is if somebody else is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Only I will be in Oklahoma City is if somebody else pays for it. I have zero interest in going to Oklahoma. Okay? But, yo. We've been talking about NBA offseason since Durant tore his fucking Achilles. And the duos are going to be crazy. So, 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 pause for one second. Let's talk about the Battle of LA. All right, the Clippers versus the Lakers, okay? I still think that the, the Lakers have the, the two best players out of the deal. Granted, Kawhi Leonard might be the best player in the league this upcoming season. Um... Because last year's Kawhi was him coming off of an injury. We, we forget how he set out to, most of the season two years ago as he got healthy from that quad injury. But now, he's going to partner up with Paul George. Paul George is coming off of a double shoulder surgery, which is commendable. Like I said, I got a very close friend that's um, that had the same procedure done, and he's fucked up. And he don't even play basketball for a living. In fact, he he, my homeboy might be Tommy from Martin, and I know you listen to nigga. Um, but uh, I I still believe that the Los Angeles Lakers have the better players because I mean, for as good as Paul George is, Paul George is is a number two. He had the best season of his career last year as a number two. Okay, um. I think that we forget how good Anthony Davis is um, because, you know, he had a down year in New Orleans. Um, he didn't make the playoffs. Um, I think that we forget what Anthony Davis is. Okay. With any stretch of the imagination, Paul George is the fourth best player when you look at those four players and I'm talking about Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. Paul George as it currently stands is the fourth best player. Maybe LeBron has some major drop off because of age. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But um, it'll be fun to watch and I'm and I'm incredibly intrigued by how, by how these teams are going to fill out. Right? Um, so it's going to be, you know, fun to watch. I personally... Would have liked to have seen Russ go to Milwaukee. I think if you put Westbrook uh, with Freaky Greaky, um, that would have been an outstanding, outstanding team in the East. Um, maybe the Bucks lost uh, some of their trade leverage when they lost like Malcolm Brogdon. Um, I don't know, right? But I think, well, not think, I believe that Chris Paul is going to be bought out. I don't think he plays a minute in a Thunder uniform. Um, 
and then it's kind of interesting to see what happens from there, right? Um, and, and I mean, like maybe they could like roll this Chris Paul thing into another trade. You know what I'm saying? Um, people are talking about Miami, but you know, listen, you got to remember, Chris Paul's do a, a, another 120 million with three years left. I mean, ain't too many people gonna trade for that contract for a five ten point guard that don't get along with nobody. That's that, and you know what I'm saying. And 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 like you know, people ask if if like the Houston Rockets are like a better team. I mean, maybe on paper, I think that relationships matter. Um, I mean, their offense is based off of you know pace and three point shooting. Russ is very good at at, at pace. The three point shooting, not so much. Um, and as much of a fan as I am of Westbrook as a player, I think his decline is going to be, um, harsh and hard. He's going to have a very, 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 very fast, very steep decline. Um, because he, he, he's, he's too physical or, or at least his game is too physical to last, you know what I'm saying? As long as. It's last, and I think Russ got drafted in 2006, maybe, 2007. You know, so, so we're coming up on his 10th, 11th, 12th season, something like that. I don't, I don't have the information in hand. I could, you know, hit some keystrokes, but fuck that. Um, but these duos are going to be sick. Like, whenever fucking Kevin Durant comes back, we got Kevin Durant, we got Kyrie. I, don't, I mean, I'm not a fan of Kyrie Irving. I think he's one of the more overrated players in the NBA, but goddammit, are they going to be fun to watch? Um, you know... I guess I guess you could look at Ben Simmons and fucking Joel Embiid as a duo. You got Freaky Greeky, you got Chris Middleton. That's a that's a very very competent duo. Um, you know they were talking about having like the, the the Westbrook and Jimmy Butler thing in Miami, but we don't know. But I mean I mean in the East to me it's Phillies to lose. Now the West, you know you got Steph, you got um fucking D'Angelo Russell. I'm intrigued to see um, what that team's going to be, man. Don't be surprised if they trade Draymond. Um, the the Warriors can either be really good and surprise people or they're going to be really, really shitty. Um, you know, we're a long way from Steph Curry of 2016. Um, I, I believe Steph is on the decline. I guess you got Portland. You know, with with um, fucking CJ and, and Dame, uh, Dallas, Dallas m- might be sneaky good. You know what I'm saying? They got Chris Stapps, they got Doncic. You know, you got LeBron, you got AD, you got Kawhi, you got um, Paul George. I think that the Clippers are gonna be, uh, they oh they're gonna be a fucking problem on defense. Their their perimeter defense on paper, PHAT baby fat. You got Paul Beverly who is probably pound for pound the number one player that you want to have on your side in a fist fight in the NBA. That motherfucker played basketball with black Air Force Ones. I remember fucking back in the day when Rasheed Wallace used to play ball in fucking Air Force Ones. Niggas was talking about how, how, how like, nigga, she got them impenetrable ankles. Let me tell you something. That nigga Pat Beverly played ball, NBA ball, not even on no pickup ball. He played NBA ball in Black Forces. Pat Beverly will whip your ass. Okay? Any motherfucker that, that played ball, let alone do anything in life, is some Black Forces. They either homeless and they whip your ass or they just whip your ass. Point blank, period. Okay? 
Pat Beverly's a can't go back all star. All right, you need motherfuckers like that on your team. Okay, so so you gonna have Pat Beverly guarding your point guard. You gonna have Paul George, who's an outstanding defender, and I ain't got to talk about Kawhi Leonard. They call the motherfucker the Claw. Okay, fantastic man, fantastic. This NBA season is gonna be is gonna be fucking it. Interesting. People always talked about how the NBA lacked parity. Well, parity is here. At least offseason parity. We hope that everybody stays healthy. We hope that you know these games will be enjoyable because I am looking forward to it. All right, let's stay in sports. We we gonna we gonna we gonna do a lot of sports, right? Not so much, to, not really too much of men's sports, but you know, let's fast forward to to um, the hot topic, which is the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, right? Best team in the world. Okay, now I'm intrigued, or, or or at least like you guys have heard me talk about soccer. I am a fan of soccer, okay? I'm incredibly disappointed, as usually, as, as I am, with the men's soccer team. They, they suck. They suck. They suck. They fucking suck. Did I say that they suck? They suck, okay? They suck, all right? We, the United States of America, we're a population of about 340 million people. Let's, let's just round it up and say we're a population of 400 people, all right? We have access to all of the technology, Right. We have um, we put money behind our youth program so that we can have our kids playing and traveling teams. I hear they got traveling teams for six year olds. You know what I'm saying? There, we, we, we are a country with enormous resources. We have people that can pay for trainers for their for their kids at an early age. Yet we can't produce a team that can score more than zero goals against Mexico in something called the Gold Cup. U.S. men's soccer is an embarrassment, especially compared to the women who have who 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 are, as of um, last Sunday, the best women's soccer team ever in the world ever. Okay. Ever, I believe this was their fourth World Cup. Congratulations to these women. And even watching these games, you don't have to know much about soccer, but you can tell that 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 this team is so much better than the other teams, okay? Because again, all of those resources that we have allow us to not only get our sons involved in new sports, but also because of Title IX and different things that have transpired um, the right way in this country, we also get our daughters involved in sports. So it's no co- it's no coincidence that. In terms of women athletics, we excel in basketball internationally and we excel in soccer internationally. Okay? If other countries played softball, I don't believe softball is um, an Olympic sport anymore. I'm not sure. But when it was, we were the best in softball. Right? Because we afford young women the opportunity to pursue their athletic endeavors and we reward them not just in college scholarship but we'll even give them a professional league to go play in won't nobody go watch that shit or patronize that shit or buy tickets to that shit and they might have to take fucking uh uh fucking commercial flights and nowhere they're gonna stay at the ritz carlton you better take this room at the la quinta and shut the fuck up and be downstairs before 10 a.m when that continental breakfast is over we might do we might treat the women like that all right but we're gonna give them a league okay that's why our WNBA players, they go over to Russia, they go over to Estonia, they go over to Israel, they go over to Greece, they go over to Turkey, they go over to Italy. You know what I'm saying? 
they get big money playing overseas and they come here and shit and just play, you know, because they want to be uh, motivating to young girls. Women are women. W- w- women are good like that. Okay. Women are good like that. Women. And I guess maybe because of how we treat women in these United States, the way we've treated women historically. I mean, one would argue that now is the best time ever in the history of the United States to be a woman, to be a woman. Women, 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 women. <laughs> to be a woman, a woman, right? I will love a women's. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that was the best time in the United States to be a women's. Um, but even now, it's fucked up to be a women's in the United States. You know what I'm saying? Like we, like yo, talk to a women's and like listen to you know some of the issues that women have, some of the things that women deal with. So, so even though now is probably the best time to be a women's, it's still fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but whatever. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, um, and I believe it was Carly Lloyd. It wasn't Carly Lloyd. I'm sorry. Um, Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan really takes to role, takes to the role of being a role model. Okay. Um, you know, she, she tries to, to portray the best image of herself that she can on her social media. And, you know, she, she really wants to be the inspiration for young girls that watch her play, that want to emulate her as an athlete, as well as the outstanding Brazilian female soccer player, Marta. Marta, I don't speak Portuguese. I'm assuming this was translated, ac- uh, you know, like accurately. But she gave a wonderful message after one of the Brazil, one of the Brazilian teams, World Cup games, where she talked about what young girls would have to do as they prepare to be professional athletes. Okay, men don't do shit like that. In fact, men get applauded and they get paid to have commercials talking about how they ain't a damn role model. All right. Nike paid Charles Barkley a shit ton of money to sit on television and said, I ain't a goddamn role model. I ain't here to be good. I ain't here to be, uh, I, I, I ain't here to raise your ugly ass kids. I ain't here to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right? Our, you know, musicians and fucking um, uh, yeah, artists and fucking actors and whatever, you know what I'm saying? They, they, and, and like, we're going to talk about some of these entertainers a little bit later in like the episode. But they're not here for your personal causes and to be looked up upon and to be treated like role models and shit. They're here um, to talk about the jiggy fashion and, and to talk about the mind-altering drugs and the bitches that they fuck and all that bullshit. Their words, not mine. However, there is currently um, a lawsuit by the U.S. Women's National Team against the uh, United States Soccer Federation. Okay? Because these women want equal pay. These women's want equal pay okay and if y'all not getting the joke when i say women's um that proves how lame y'all are but uh i'm not gay no more you know what i'm saying i'm delivered um i don't like men's no more but um this lawsuit so this lawsuit is intriguing because these women are asking for quote unquote equal pay. Okay. Now, quite frankly, if I'm the best team ever in the history of the sport, I'm not asking to be paid as much as the loser ass men. I'm asking to be paid more. 
right? And like maybe that's a that's that that that's a fucked up way that we condition our women in these United States, because you know, women's usually um, are better, right? They're you know better workers, they're better performers. Um, women are usually more responsible. Um, you know, we talk all this shit about how women aren't logical. But, like, you hardly ever hear of women dying in a drag race on the Jersey Turnpike because they were going 120 miles an hour in the Honda Civic. You seldom hear about women dying in that way. You seldom hear about women dying because they chose to climb a mountain without a rope. So, like, you know, when, like, we talk about, oh, you know, women are emotional. My nigga, you're emotional, too. You feel what I'm saying? I think that men need to keep it real with themselves with that bullshit. Um... But now, it, it all depends on who these women want to pay them and out of what share that they want to pay them, right? So, I'm on a little site called PolitiFact. And if these women want, you know, like, equal pay in terms of the World Cup, that doesn't come from the United States Soccer Federation. That comes from FIFA. And you guys might remember um, maybe a couple years ago when a lot of the execs at FIFA got jammed up because of this fat, nasty, American, dirty motherfucker by the name of Barry Glazer, God rest the dead. Um, it's crazy I call him a fat, nasty motherfucker, God rest the dead. But yo, he's a fat, nasty, slimeball, piece of shit motherfucker that stole a whole lot of money for his own gain. Much like the rest of the higher-ups at FIFA, who are all nasty, disgusting, bitch-ass, hoe-ass, slut-ass, whore-ass, stupid-ass bitches. You know what I'm saying? All of them. <laughs> you feel what I mean? All of them are like that. And, and, and if, 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 if you don't believe me, do your own due diligence on the motherfuckers that are on top of FIFA and the corruption and how all of that shit falls in line with all types of politicians throughout the world and how they corrupt the whole system and use money that's supposed to be going to poor kids for cocaine and strippers and suites at the top hotels all over the world and how they bribe motherfuckers so that they can have their FIFA-only traffic lane and shit so they could get through traffic in Beijing. All types of crazy-ass bullshit these nasty motherfuckers do. Like, and again, this is according to politic to, to PolitiFact. Where the fuck is it? I just read it. Here we go. Okay. So, wait one second. God damn it, I just lost it. Here, all right. How are, the, how are the players paid? Players' compensation is more complicated to calculate because many variables are involved and less information has been made public about the current compensation mechanism. Go figure, okay? So, in the lawsuit, women's team said that if each team were to win 20 exhibition games in a year, female women national players would earn a maximum of 99000 or $4,905 per game. Similarly situated, the male players would earn an average of 263000 or $13,000 per game. Now, if this is coming from this, the United States Soccer Federation then we might need to take a look at who is in charge of the United States Soccer Federation. Okay, I have issues with the United States Soccer Federation or U.S. soccer in general because I feel like they don't want black people to play soccer, especially black children. All right? When, when we think of soccer in these United States, it's something for Tucker, Taylor, Bradley, and Brent to do on a Saturday afternoon, whereas though fucking Malik and Jamal can't. All right? But that's not something that we're going to get into right here. Okay? 
Now let's talk about World Cup compensation. Again, World Cup is 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 um um World Cup is thrown by by FIFA. FIFA is the governing body of the World Cup. All right. Um, so this particular disparity is destined to continue because FIFA announced the prize money will be $440 million in 2020 in Qatar. The fact that they're going to have a goddamn soccer tournament in the middle of the fucking desert in July with stadiums that are built on slave labor show how shitty FIFA is as an organization. All right. But the prize money is going to be $440 million in 2020 and $60 million for the 2023 Women's World Cup. And this is according to Cheryl Cookie a Purdue University professor of American studies who specializes in sports. This is a direct quote from Ms. Cookie. While doubling the prize money for the women's tournament, FIFA did so while also raising the prize, the prize money for the men. The women's prize money is still only 14% of the men's. Okay? So, Why is this? And goddammit, I love the fact that we spent 30 minutes on sports. I love it. This is because, yes, of course, more eyes are on the television for the Men's World Cup. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Okay? Maybe in the United States, I mean, I mean, the Women's World Cup final in the United States had more eyes watching it than um, both of the last games of the Eastern Conference Finals. Really, only the highlight games of, of our football season and the um, college national championship, the Super Bowl, NBA finals, things like that were the only things where there were more people watching in the United States than the women's World Cup final. Even though ratings wise, right? But but now again, we're talking about ratings. We're not talking about contracts. The reason why fucking Russell Westbrook is gonna get paid forty seven million dollars the last year of his contract is because there's so much more revenue in terms of the the uh, sponsorships and the viewing rights of of and like the TV rights that the NBA has w with their w with their sponsors TNT ESPN so, so on and so forth. So the pot is a whole lot larger for these players to take advantage of. The pot is not that large in terms of the women's games because motherfuckers don't watch some shits. All right. Again, we're talking about the best team in the history of the sport on the women's side. Still had more had less eyes. Excuse me. Yes, had less eyes than the college football championship, and I can't—I don't even remember who played. Clemson, Alabama, <laughs> was that this year? Again, I don't even remember if that was this year or last year, right? Maybe that's like an indicator on how we view women's sports. Maybe that's an indicator of how we view women. I don't know. I'm not that smart. Right? I do know that the greatest champion in American history is on pace to tie Margaret Court's record for the most major championships in the history of the sport. And if you don't know who the greatest American champion in United States history is, I'm talking about Serena Williams. Serena Williams is an American hero. Fuck what you heard. Serena Williams is, again, the greatest athlete in the history of the United States, if you're talking about winning. Right? The only, I mean, I mean, I mean, the only person better at winning than Serena that one can argue is Bill Russell. 
and Bill played in a league when there was only eight motherfucking teams. Serena Williams has a eighty has a has a, has a almost ninety percent win percentage among the top hundred and fifty players for the last twenty one years, my nigga. You feel what I'm saying? I'm even gonna go in the laundry list of records and accolades that Serena Williams has 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 earned with her own sweat. But she's on pace to win the Grand Slam championship at the Wimbledon tournament. And this is going to be a major accomplishment because she pushed a human being out of her vagina and almost died because of it. Maybe she got a fucking cesarean. I don't know. But she carried a, 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 a whole nother life inside of her and almost died because of it. And still made it back, my nigga, to be the 11th ranked player in the world as well as to be in the finals for a major championship at 38, 37 years old. I don't know how old she is exactly. All right, I'm excited to see that. So if you give a fuck about anything, watch Serena Williams. I'm already saying that she's going to win, and if I'm wrong, I've been wrong before. Fuck you. Okay. Speaking of being wrong before, let's talk about ASAP Rocky. Right, because ASAP Rocky was wrong before, and I see you motherfuckers on the internet talking about shit. You know what I'm saying? The comments he made about Ferguson and the comments he made and all that shit. He, you know, he, uh, I believe he also had some, you know, like questionable statements about, um, about women, mainly black women. Um, and yeah, all that shit is dead wrong, dead dumbass wrong, and he's stupid for making those comments. Um, if you don't know, if you come here f- for your news, a thank you. Um, also, shit, even though, I mean, fuck, we're 34 minutes in. Subscribe, rate, and comment. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Lucky Podcast, uh, subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that shit. Um, anyway, ASAP Rocky. And um, uh, his friends, I guess the ASAP mob, whatever, they were in Sweden. Um, and they got jammed up. They, they you know, uh, fucking beat some dude's ass that was following them. That, you know. Now, now I seen the video on ASAP's, um, like, IG. And seems like he was trying to de-escalate the situation. Okay. So kudos to him for that. It appeared like one of the gentlemen um, threw something at uh, the security guard that they had with them. And all of these guys were, were, you know, trying to walk away from confrontation. They were trying to walk away from the altercation. They were asking the two guys, yo, man, stop following us. We're going to go right. Y'all go left. Have a good day. Um, I guess maybe there was some language barrier. I don't, I, I, I don't put too much credence in, in the fact that there was a, like a language barrier. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not with that. Like, like, you know what? Get the fuck out my face means in any language. You know what I'm saying? Um, but ASAP ended up getting jammed up. And now all of a sudden it's like this, this, this like protest Sweden type shit. You, you got all these rappers up there talking about boycott Sweden. Y'all motherfuckers can go to Sweden anyway. Y'all niggas as felons can't get passports. So it's easy for like nigga, it's easy for me to boycott Sweden. I ain't, ain't planning on going to that cold ass country. And honestly, why are we surprised that Sweden's racist? Why are we surprised that anywhere is racist? Hashtag we try to tell y'all that they don't like black people anywhere in the world. We try to tell y'all that. Y'all thought that and and Hopefully, I doubt it, but hopefully this will be an eye-opening experience for all of the young, talented men and women in our entertainment industry that think that because 
you're good at your job, that that immune that 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 makes you immune to white supremacy. That 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 think that that makes you immune to the fact that even if you in a Benz, you're just a nigga in a coupe. Shout out to Kanye West. I just called it Quan- Kanye West on the motherfucking podcast. You know what I'm talking about? There was there was there was a uh, um, something said by Pharrell, who's 137 years old. Pharrell said, um, you know, that racism was over and shit because what 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 I don't remember what whatever he said. But I mean, Pharrell, racism might be over to you, my nigga, because you've been rich for 25 years. Right, pardon me, you've been rich for 10. You've been wealthy for 25 years, or. Maybe rich for 25, like wealthy for 10. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's easy for you to say that, Pharrell. You have reached first name status. All right? Motherfuckers with first names and shit. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you get treated differently than us common folk. Yet and still, we have people like your Serena Williams. People like your LeBron James. You know, these one-name athletes. Because Serena's a one-name athlete. LeBron's a one-name athlete. LeBron buys a house in Los Angeles. They spray paint nigger on his house. He knows. Okay. You got someone like a Dwayne Wade. I mean, like, yo, how much fucking heat did Dwayne Wade get for supporting his son? His son who chose to be openly gay. That's his son. That's that family's business. Y'all motherfuckers got jokes. Now, 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 ask somebody that's here for the jokes. I don't believe in, you know, making fun of the children. Okay. Y'all can make fun of Magic Johnson's son, because that nigga like 28, and honestly, that nigga's big as shit. He'll whip your ass, and you don't want to get your ass whipped by a big nigga in heels, all right? But, like, to make fun of this 12-year-old boy that's having a difficult time to try to learn who he is, straight, gay, whatever, I mean, yeah, get, you know, get a little nigga a chance. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like, like so, like, ah, the jokes, uh, I mean, I, 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 I didn't like them, per se, but like some of them jokes was uh, y'all wasn't joking with some of those jokes. You feel what I'm saying? Let motherfuckers be who, who let let that family deal with that shit. And we shouldn't fault Dwayne Wade for supporting his son and whatever his son w- wants to do because that's what we all want from our parents. We all want our parents to support us and love us through our decisions, good, bad, or otherwise. All right. So this ASAP Rocky situation, you know, there are rumors that he's fucking sleeping on a yoga mat, that, 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 you know, he's, he's, he's in a cell next to some crazy motherfucker that's shitting on the floor. Ain't nobody cleaning up the shit. And I've heard stories from people that have been locked up in Sweden saying that this is a ploy to kind of get you to, to like, uh, plea, like, fuck, fuck, you know what I'm saying? To, to just admit guilt so they can send you to one of the nice prisons. Because we always see every, every, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers love the parade, how nice this, the prisons are in Sweden and Norway and all of those fucking Norwegian countries where all those white guys are on heroin. We always try to parade how, like, these countries are so progressive and how the United States should be just like these other countries. These monolithic white countries and shit where we treat black people and Muslims like shit. But, you know, we, we, we are, Sweden is always heralded for how great they treat their prison population. So maybe that they have maybe they have ASAP in these in, in, in these situations to kind of sweat him out. So like he'll plead guilty. Maybe this is a message by the Swedish government saying, niggas, we don't want y'all here. And if y'all come over here and start some shit, you're going to be the next motherfucker on a goddamn yoga mat eating one apple a day. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have enough of this information. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's fucked up that ASAP is locked up. Um, especially for, you know what I'm saying, beating to my ass that was following him. Um, but also, dog, that's an away game. You got to be careful when you're playing these away games. You get jammed up in, like, another country because you broke their rules, man, fucking tough titty. You got to deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. But so is a lot of shit. Speaking of fucked up, um, this nigga R. Kelly. I think R. Kelly's federally fucked. I read today that R. Kelly gets... Just got hit with some Fed charges um, for, you know what I'm saying, child fucking sex abuse and all that shit. And we're going to talk about child sex abuse later. Because y'all motherfuckers is nasty. But R. Kelly been fucking 86. We've been 86 to R. R. Kelly. He's been a piece of shit. This isn't news to me. And if you're a listener of the Hood Loves Me podcast, it should not be news to you as well. Right? So, um... Let's let's talk about motherfuckers not minding their business. You guys may have seen this uh, hashtag not my Ariel, right? Ariel, A- Ariel, whatever the whoever the Little Mermaid, whatever the Little Mermaid name is, Ariel, Ariel, Bueller, um, and listen, a. I don't want to see these fucking live action movies that that we watched as 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 a kid. I don't want to see that shit. I know this Lion King movie is coming out. I, I believe it's coming out today. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be today. I don't give a fuck about this Lion King movie. I think that that's lazy bullshit by Hollywood. Hollywood's supposed to be creative and imaginative and fucking innovative, and they're making live action movies about shit that we watch as children. I don't want my kids to watch the Ninja Turtles. Because I watched the Ninja Turtles when I was a child. I don't, I, give, give me some new shit. We ain't got no new cartoon. Well, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, this is not my aerial shit. Some of y'all are too sensitive. And some of y'all are out of line. What I mean by that is I seen jokes where some people were saying, all right, we got this black little mermaid. Can she get her hair wet? I thought that that was funny. I didn't think that that was racist. Because, listen, if y'all, if y'all hung around black women or hang around black women as often as I do, black women ain't really trying to get you, you. Black women will whip your ass you push them in a pool when they ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? Right? For decades, we've heard, you know, fucking black women seriously and jokingly talk about, uh-uh, I can't get my hair wet. We've heard that. So because motherfuckers listen, and they use that as a joke. To me, I took that as as as, as a joke when they say, okay, she get her hair wet. Da, da, da. Cool. Ha, 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 ha. That was cute, Samantha. Keep it moving. Comma, however, y'all motherfuckers making these memes with like the dark-skinned chick with the buck teeth sitting on top of the watermelon. Y'all niggas is out of line. Y'all motherfuckers is out of line for that shit. That shit's not funny. Like, that shit's not funny. You're deliberately being racist, and you're disgusting because, A, mermaids aren't real. B, it's a cartoon. Um, C, mermaids aren't real. D, it's a fictional movie made up by an evil corporation. E, don't fucking go see it. Boom. Problem fixed. Don't go see it. That's how you really get back at him. You had the fucking piece of shit governor, and I really wish I could remember his name, but that stupid ass fucking governor pandering to his 
dumbass base in Arizona. I, I, I believe his name was like Steve Ducey or douchey, whatever you want to look at it. This slime ball, little dick, bitch made motherfucker hopped on his Twitter time bot. Uh, 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 he going to boycott Nike. He's never going to wear another pair of Nikes again because of because they, they discontinued the Betsy Ross line. And then three days later, this bitch ass nigga is wearing Nikes. It don't matter if you boycott Nike if you already bought the sneakers, dumbass. So if you're truly mad that an evil corporation is making a movie about a fantasy character that lives in the water, don't go see it. Period. Don't go see it. That's it. That's how you show them. You don't spend the money to go see it. Okay? And honestly, if you guys were a little bit more decent, you might have some nice Asian people that come into the the fucking great clips near your house and sell you a bootleg copy of it. Because I assure you, the places where I go to get my hair cut, not the hair on my head, but the hair on my face, that's another conversation. I'm going to be able to see the live action Little Mermaid whenever it's done. Okay? Now, I'm glad that the young girl, Halle Bailey, got this opportunity. I like those little women. I like her and, and her sister. Those little women are extremely talented. They can sing their ass off. And I, I, I am so glad that they are making advancements in their career because those women are talented. I love, I really enjoy the work of those little women. They can sing their ass off. Those, those little women got voices. Right? So even though I have no interest in these live action movies, oh, I'm going to go see that shit because I support that little woman. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, if, I mean, and, and it, it might be something to take the kids to. Check it out. Under the Sea, uh, you know what I'm saying? They got, they, they, they got the little fucking Jamaican crab and all that shit. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're going to have fucking Usain Bolt playing Sebastian. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Move, moving on. Moving on to Little Women. Um, what's up with Charlie and Kamala Harris? Now, I did see something that I didn't appreciate. Right? Um, there's, there's, there's all this talk on the interwebs about Kamala Harris is, is appealing to uh, the most important voting block, and that's black women. I'm like, God damn, you know, what's up? With, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to assume that this is like a ploy to create some type of divisiveness between black men and black women. Well, yeah, black men vote too. You know what I'm saying? And um, I saw like another clip with Jake Tapper, I believe was the guy's name. Jake Tapper is the guy from CNN. Where like, you know, like Jake Tapper asked Kamala Harris what it's like to be, uh, or, or, you know, what, 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 what will it feel like to be the first black woman president? 
And Senator Harris went extremely hard to not call herself black. She was like, oh, well, you know, I was the first woman of color to be elected and the first woman to be elected and the first woman of color and person of color. And like y'all might know how how I feel. Um, I hate that person of color shit. And uh, well, well, okay. The reason why I hate that person of color shit, all right. And and I'm a little fucked up. And I don't, I don't. I'm not an expert on any of this shit. All right. I just play one on TV. But the reason why I hate this person of color shit is because persons of color really don't fuck with persons of color. All right. You go to other places that are largely dominated by persons of color. They really don't like other persons of color. For example, go to India. See how the Indians, see how the light-skinned Indians feel about the dark-skinned Indians. Go to the Philippines. See how the dark-skinned Philippines feel about the light-skinned Philippines. Okay, go to Brazil. Right? Brazil has the largest population of black people outside the continent of Africa. Brazil has the largest population of black people in this side of the world. Okay? 86 million black people in Brazil. Whenever they talk about Brazil, you don't ever see none of them niggas. You always see some light-skinned chick that 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 finishes every fucking letter that uh, every word that she says in the E sound. You know what I'm saying? Always some chicky that finishes her sentences E, saying it like this E. And she always light-skinned with a big old fake booty. Right? You wouldn't even believe that black people live in Brazil. Persons of color don't really fuck with persons of color. Even in our Hispanic countries or our Latin countries, however you want to call it, all niggas are trying to hide their black abuelita. Nobody wants to talk about their black grandmama. So when you say persons of color, I've never heard anybody criticize the Asian community for not giving their outright support to Kamala Harris. Because Kamala Harris herself has said that she was an Indian woman, that she, you know, is an Indian American because her mother is Indian, her father's Jamaican, mother's, I don't know, some shit, where she's Indian American. And because she's Indian American, how come you Indians ain't voting for her? How come, you know what I'm saying? How come, uh, right? You Asians, I don't, I like, oh, how come we don't ask the Asians if they voting for Kamala Harris or is they voting for Peter Yang? How come we don't ask them that? think it's fucked up that we only you know what i'm saying put black people in this trick bag like we got to vote for somebody just because they look like us even if their policies may not align with our needs and the things that we want to see in our politicians i think that's fucked up okay um me me personally i appreciate that reparations is such a big topic mayor pete um Put a plan together and i haven't had time to read his his plan yet but i i saw it last week and i shared it with some of my friends about um the things that he wants to implement for black people as well as minorities and that kind of turned me off because we got duped the same way in civil rights if in and and if you need any clarification about this um the only way for civil rights to get passed was if we included everybody in it. And by we, I'm talking about the United States government. 
because um, it wasn't just going to do something for black people and black people alone, even though there have been tons of programs that have benefited everybody else in singular groups. There have been programs that have um, exclusively benefited the indigenous population, programs that have exclusively, you know, like benefited the Japanese Americans, programs that have exclusively, you know, benefited the Jewish Americans, programs that have exclusively benefited our latin americans our hispanic americans our uh, uh uh homosexual americans benefits that have excluded every other group of americans exclusively except for black americans even though whenever we're talking about patriotism black americans are always excluded from patriotism or from being patriots which is kind of ironic considering we're the only race of people group of people demographic of persons in these united states that have literally fought in every conflict that the united states has ever encountered even conflicts that happened before the united states was the united states the only reason why people want to immigrate to these united states is because of the benefits and the opportunities and the infrastructure as well as as well as all of the systems and wealth and all of that shit that was created at the hands of free black american labor Period. So when you say Serena Williams isn't an American hero, Serena Williams isn't an American champion because she might have a darker skin or because she might have a wider nose, I gotta look at you like a bigot. Right? When you say black people aren't patriotic, especially quote unquote foundational black americans right african descendants of slaves or american descendants of slaves or whatever the hashtag is people like myself right when you say that we're not patriotic listen dog we can't we 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 don't know where our ancestors came from most of us can't trace our history back too much further beyond the 1800s the only country we know is the united states Period. Everybody else got dual allegiances and shit. You talk to a fucking Nigerian on on, on Twitter, you best believe you're going to see a green, white, and green flag in that motherfucker's profile. You talk to a chick from the Caribbean, you're going to see the the Jamaican flag, uh, 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 the Bayesian flag, or whatever the fuck. You're going to see that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Black Americans don't have that luxury. We only got one country to ride for, and that's the country that don't love us. And if you think that I'm bullshitting about the country not loving us, motherfucker, hold up one second. Let me um, fucking play this video and I hope the audio comes through. Story has quickly become the most viewed article on KSEK.com and it's only been on our website since late last night. Our I-team has learned the United States military conducted secret tests on thousands of people in St. Louis. Ryan Dean joins us from the area where the testing was most prominent. He breaks down the I-team report. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Jennifer. I am standing where the once infamous pruitt Igo housing complex once stood. It was torn down in the 70s, but at one time it was home to 10,000 low-income people. And according to research that will go public today, uh, this is where most of the testing happened back in the 50s and 60s. Now, a sociologist professor at St. Louis Community College, Lisa Martina Taylor, has made it her life's work to uncover details of the Army's ultra-secretive experiments carried out in St. Louis. She says the Army's 
sprayed zinc cadmium sulfide into the air. She claims people living at the complex unknowingly inhaled this compound morning, noon, and night so the government could measure its effects on their lungs. The cover story back then was the Army was testing smoke screens to protect cities from the Russian attack during the Cold War. Now, the truth, according to Martino Taylor, was it was much more sinister than that. Pretty shocking. Um, the level of duplicity and secrecy. Um, um, clearly, they went to great lengths to deceive people. The professor says what happened, what the Army did back in the 50s and 60s here in St. Louis violated medical ethics and its military's own policies. Now, what I urge you to do is go on ksdk.com. A more in-depth piece is there. You'll see by the I-team. It was done last night. It will lay out everything that uh, this, this report talks about. That's on ksdk.com under headlines. Now, if you are interested in hearing from Martino Taylor, she's actually doing a presentation tonight at St. Louis Community College, the Merrimack campus, and that's at 3.30. More information on that is also going to be found on KSDK.com. That is the very latest. I'm Ryan Dean, News Channel 5. That's KSDK.com. I don't know how old that story is or that clip is. Um, but yeah. So when, you know, Money Mitch McConnell hops his turtle face, no neck, half an ass on television talking about I mean, we don't owe no reparations. We elected a black president. My nigga, we is a French word. You didn't elect shit, you bitch. You did everything in your power to discount the workings of President Barack Obama, who also, by the way, comes from a Kenyan father, so he has a dual allegiance. I'm not going to get into my issues with President Obama because I would vote for that nigga today, especially over President Pussy Grabber, who I'm going to talk about right now, as well as the other billionaire perverts that that fucker hangs out with, like that Epstein fucker, that nasty son of a bitch, right? That nasty ass, nasty, disgusting, nasty child, fucking piece of shit, dirty motherfucker. And I'm going to go to my trusty Twitter account. I got a new follower. I'm going to go to my trusty Twitter account and um, pull up the stories about this nasty, nasty, nasty motherfucker. These motherfuckers is nasty. If you don't know, fucking Jeffrey Epstein, I believe his name is Jeffrey Epstein. If it's not, I apologize to the real Jeffrey Epstein. But um, this Jeffrey Epstein, fuck all these nasty motherfuckers out here having sex with young girls. And I don't mean young girls like 20-year-old chicks. I'm talking about young girls like 15-year-olds and shit. You know what I'm saying? You're a nasty piece of shit. You're nasty. And how you know this is an especially heinous crime, one of our favorite shows is about child fuckers. A fictional show about child fuckers, okay? Also, niggas in prison don't even fuck with child fuckers. Niggas in prison put, put, nigga beat the brakes off of child fuckers. All right? So, in 2016, and I am reading this from um, this appears to be a court document, okay? Shortly after this sexual assault, the defendant, Jeffrey Epstein, on the plaintiff, uh, um, on the plaintiff, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave this person's name out because it should be excluded, so I'm not gonna say it on air. Um, plaintiff Jane Doe was still present while the two defendants were arguing over who would be the one to take plaintiff Jane Doe's virginity. The defendant, comma, Donald J. Trump, was clearly heard referring to defendant Jeffrey E. Epstein as a Jew bastard as he yelled at defendant Epstein that clearly he, defendant Trump, should be the lucky one 
to pop the cherry of Plaintiff Jane Doe. Yo, dog. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. And and like I'm hearing stories about um what's the uh the guy's name? The the labor said the uh Alex Acosta was the prosecutor on this case, gave him like a sweetheart deal. I think that guy's gonna get fired. Or 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 like, you know, be like made to resign or you know what I'm saying, like some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I I, I believe. Because yeah, like I, I mean, listen man, the, the fucking block is too hot. By the way, Steve Mnuchin made a statement, so this all might be smoke and mirrors to distract us from the real shit that's going on. Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, made a statement saying that the government is almost close to running out of money. But let's focus on these child fuckers. All right? You can check out that Steve Mnuchin story in a second. And, and, and where was it? Here we go. Here we go. And this is from um, a guy named Ian Madrigal. Ian Madrigal um, is an attorney, not a journalist. And um, he produces all types of documents um, where our president, president of these United States, and his homeboy, Jeffrey Epstein, are co-defendants in a child fucking case. Our president is alleged to be a child rapist. And Jeffrey Epstein is alleged to be a child rapist. And there are tons of footages and videos and pictures and documents and CDs, a child rapist cachet of fuckery, if you will, that was found on Jeffrey Epstein's property. Now, I don't think anybody's surprised that we have a... um financial you know justice system if you have the finances you get the justice or if you don't have the finances you don't get the justice right and i'm gonna close my computer because i'm 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 gonna just go off the dome with this one so it might be a lot of expletives not that you know i'm called a hood lesson for a reason fuck that um but come on yo is anything sacred are we that stupid? Seriously. Are we that stupid? All right. And, you know, I, I know a lot of the things that I say come off as very militant. I know a lot of the things that I say um, might offend certain people. And m- many of you might even think that I have an issue with white people or that I hate white people. And I don't. I don't hate white people. I have a lot of yo. I I have a whole lot of white listeners. I have white friends. Believe it or not, a motherfucker like me, I have white fucking white friends, real white friends that I trust with my life on some accounts. You know what I'm saying, right? When I named this podcast, the hood loves me for a reason. And a lot of y'all think when I say hood, I'm talking about an impoverished area. No, 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 no. I'm talking about how fortunate that I am in my life to have all of the people from all over the world, from all from different nationalities, from different religions, from different creeds, different sexual fucking orientations, different backgrounds, different genders that fuck with me. And I'm incredibly fortunate to have all of these people in, in my life because all of these people have lent to me something that has allowed me to be a better person. Which is why I'm not too offended by the comments that ASAP Rocky made earlier in his life. I think that 
all of us as human beings need to allow people time to grow, need to allow people time to mature because we've all done and said some stupid shit that we are not proud of today. Okay. So I don't judge people for that. All right. Now, with that being said, I'm 35 years old. If ASAP Rocky is 35 years old, still saying that stupid shit, my nigga, we might have to 86 you. But I digress. I don't have an issue with white people. I have an issue with white supremacy. And when you have a state that wants to run an admitted child sexual predator by the name of Roy Moore, wants to run him for national office to elect a, to elect a man like this as the state senator of Alabama and people are behind him, you're disgusting. Again, I'm so surprised that for all of the things that we disagree on, that there isn't 100% support behind the fact that having sex with children is unequivocally wrong. Having sex with children is not a sexual preference. Having sex with children is a nasty, nasty fucking problem. And you need your ass whipped at the very least. It's incredible to me how we're willing to look past extremely heinous and disgusting and disgusting isn't even the proper word that's that's that that's that's being lenient by calling it disgusting it's not even a proper word for child fucking that the leader of our country the person that we as a society even if you didn't vote for him motherfucker you live here okay we as a society have chosen to have an alleged, I gotta say, right, I have to say that, an alleged child fucker as the representative of our nation to the world speaks volumes at how we're not that progressive as a country speaks volumes at how we're not that evolved as a species, okay? You will see a rat do a lot of nasty ass shit. One thing you will not see a rat do, you will never see a rat fuck a baby rat. You won't see that. You know what you'll see if you go on, you know, any news program or news website in Florida, some nasty ass motherfucker, rich, poor, whatever, fucking some child, right? <laughs> Allegedly, Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein, and all of these billionaire nasty motherfuckers was in Palm Beach County, Florida, at their mansions and their private country clubs, bidding on who was going to take the virginity of some young girl. First off, listen. It's not even that fun to take a girl's fucking virginity, to be honest. 
that's not even like you know you know what i'm saying like fucking back in high school and shit we used to wear that shit like a badge of honor none of them virgins had good sex it's not even a good th- I, I i don't know what like you know they, it's 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 supposed in like the caliphate or whatever you know what i'm saying if you perform a, a duty during jihad you die and go to heaven and there's 72 virgins waiting for you my nigga i don't want 70 i don't want to have sex with 72 virgins you know how clingy virgins are who the fuck wants to do that you know what i'm saying i don't understand i don't understand what's with you fuckers you nasty fucking people that support this shit but this is who we are as america okay so again never mind the fact that the cunt that that this that the 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 treasury secretary is saying that oh yeah our government is running out of money never mind the fact that we have concentration camps that are up and running right never mind the fact that we have cities in these united states where people can't even drink the water right never mind the fact that half the country wants a fucking wall built on the southern border but doesn't want one built on the northern border when illegal Canadians are way deeper in this country than illegal Mexicans. Okay? Never mind the fact that all you guys are okay with this shit. You're telling me that whiteness is more important than decency? Is that what y'all are telling me? Jeffrey Epstein was convicted of some charge, not in 2016, but maybe in like 2013. So he's a habitual child fucker and habitual line stepper, to quote the great Charlie Murphy, God rest the dead. And because of this deal that Alex Acosta cut for him, he, um, I believe he had like a, like a, like a six-month jail sentence, but he only had to be in jail for like one day a week or some shit like that. What, like a 13-month jail sentence? Whatever it was. It ain't that long if you got to be in that bitch for one day a week. That ain't no, what type of fucking jail sentence is that, motherfucker? You got to be in jail sentence for one day a week and, and, and that's a year sentence. You're only doing 50 days in that bitch. You fucking shitting me? How come we can't have 100% support behind the fact that grown adults should not be engaging in sexual contact with children? Not just on the male side either. Teachers that like to fuck the little black boys. I know Tyrell is strong and he's a very fast track athlete but don't send him nudes and buy him and his friend fucking andre wine and shit like that don't do that shit you nasty bitches don't do that also none of those women go to jail just like i don't think this jeffrey epstein fucker nor our president will go to jail but you sure as fuck will lock up to if you catch her with a gram of weed it's fucked up. I'll talk to y'all next week, man. Y'all take it easy. Yeet!